I believe the younger men call it ghosting, the old uh, Dear John letter. People today also want to do it by text. Be a man, do it face-to-face -face or over the phone. Don't give the explanation to give someone the no. You know, want to do drinks on Friday? No. no. For a man to behave that way, that's messed up. And then when time comes up, he's a no-show. I'm sure there's women out there that have been ghosted before, and it's like, you know, what kind of a man is that? It's such a powerful thing. That's integrity. Yeah. At least they know that you're going to do what you say and say what you do. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself, and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up, because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior, and on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to the Sovereign Man Podcast, where we aim to make men masculine again. I'm your man, Nikki Ballou, and I'm here with my man, Rob Arpa. Arpa, what's going on? Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Sun is shining in February. Snow is a melting. Can't ask for anything more, I don't think. You know what? True that, as they say. <laughs> that. <laughs> so today, we got a great topic. We're talking about the concept of the dishonorable note. And this is a valuable one for us to bring to men's attention because there are quite a few men these days who are using the dishonorable no, and it's weakening them as men. It's having them show up as weak, wussified, pussified beta males, and not as badass warrior alpha men. So Arpa, what is the dishonorable no? Uh, I, I believe the, the younger men call it ghosting. 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 Uh, I, I think back in the day, there used to be the old uh, the Dear John letter. And that, that's kind of evolved over the years to email, to text messaging, to write on ghosting. That's where, uh, if you haven't experienced it yet, it's uh, not having the, uh, the, the, the courage to tell somebody no. Uh, and instead, just not replying at all. Or worse, telling someone you're going to do something or meet them somewhere and then doing absolutely nothing about it. So I'm just going to tell a story for myself. Um, there's a man that I've been friends with for near 20 years. I'm not going to mention his name. And I've known him because we've done personal development programs together. He's actually a very successful man in his field. He's one of the top 50 in the entire country. And he does very, very, very well. He makes well over seven figures a year for himself. So this is nobody's idea of a bitchy beta man. Okay. Um, and we've done courses together. I enrolled him in uh, the Sterling men's weekend you know, which he said he was very grateful for, et cetera, et cetera. And we have from time to time had phone calls, gotten together, had lunch together. You know, it, I, I consider the man a friend. And um, late last year, I called him. We traded a couple uh, voicemails. 
Then um, he stopped returning my calls. And I just periodically reach out to him once every three weeks, five weeks, whatever. And after like three or four um, non-returns of my calls being ghosted, I, I, I just starting to get a little paranoid. I'm going, did I do something to this guy that I'm not even aware of? Have I been a fucking idiot? Have I been a, a jerk? And so I, I wrote him a note. I said, hey, man, I noticed you're not returning my calls. You know, have I offended you in some way? And he sends me a note back. He goes, no, all's good. You know, I just not up for a prospecting call. And I was so taken aback by that statement because I don't usually call this man prospecting. I usually call him to ask how he's doing. And that's it. And then once in a while, I call him and say, we should get together. And then we get together and we eat. Now, um, I have uh, in the past uh, spoken to him about some of my business services. And he's, um, you know, he's always listened. But like that's happened maybe twice in 20 years. And I've also enrolled him in a couple of the men's programs that I've done. So probably had prospecting conversations or enrollment conversations over a 20-year period. Actually, I've known him since 2001, so 21-year period on four occasions. And he and I have had hundreds of conversations. Okay, so four prospecting conversations. And based on this, he decided that I'm prospecting him. And I just got to laugh. I'm like, really, man? Dude, you're not really a prospect for me. So, you know, no offense, but I, I like you. I thought we were friends. And it was just, it was just weird that he wouldn't return the call. And it's the dishonorable note from my perspective, because if he were a man, he would have picked up the phone or returned my call and said, Hey, Bill Baloo, what's up? Why are you calling me? Instead of making an assumption that I was attempting to prospect him. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, and that's. <laughs> That's the long and the short of it. And as I said, this is nobody's idea of a pussified beta male. And he behaved this way. So, yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's, pervasive, an epidemic. Right? it's an epidemic, man. Because like uh, there's, there's a man that you and I you and I both know, very yeah. successful man. And the same thing, like you figure he is in the legal profession. You think this is a man that's going to have some cojones if he's if he's able to stand up in court and and address you know someone's accuser of something you know that he's he's fighting for someone and facing someone else at the same time but this man acts the i think in even a worse way because he'll tell you to your face that yes he wants to do something and then when time comes up he's a no-show he's a no-show yeah we we know this individual and i love this guy yeah like he, oh, this yes. man is so a man that i'm a fan of i consider him a friend uh, yeah. I, I would do anything for this man, but he, he acts this way, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, like here, here is a man who, who's uh, who's trying to launch a charity, and you know wants to do all this charitable work, and, and yet he still behaves this way. Which, which uh, you know, to me, like it reminds me of like when I was a kid asking my mother for something. My mother never had the 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 balls to tell us no. Not like my father. My father was he was straight up. He was like, you, you you know, pops, we want to do something. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> no. Why? Why? You know, that's the weird thing I found. And and um, you you know my my sponsor Lloyd. Like we we uh, yeah, I love Lloyd, man. And anyways, so Lloyd told me one day. He goes, you know, he goes, 
whatever happened that, you know, people just accepting the, the answer of no without an explanation goes, he said, Rob, he goes, when you tell someone no, for whatever the reason is, he goes, don't explain it. Because as soon as you give it an explanation, that invites this whole discussion of trying to change your mind. He goes, like, no is no. And, you know, I think that's been lost because, like, if you look, if you look back at our education system, and you know how, how much of a fan of our education system I am, <laughs> when, when you are in an English class of sorts or, or whatever, and you've got to write this paper, they always tell you to explain everything. So everyone's been, you know, cultured to have an explanation for every fucking decision they make. When the truth in fact is like, no is no, no, don't, you know, men, if you're, if you're listening to this, if there's something you don't want to do or you don't have the time for it, don't give the explanation, but at least give someone the no. No, you know, you want to do drinks on Friday? No. no, right? You don't have to explain it. Don't invite the old conversation and debate. Just straight up, no. At least that way, you're not ghosting someone. Your, your word is still an honor and you're not a jackass about it, you know? So why is ghosting somebody such a fucked up thing to do, in your opinion? You know, uh... I think part of it is like the the uncertainty is going to breed anxiety in the person that's you know awaiting a response, and then and then it leads them to think that there's something wrong with them. Like uh, I, I can see how that definitely plays on someone's uh, like, play on someone's anxieties. Yeah, and it fucks with their self confidence. So I get that, right? Just tell them straight up. Like I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure there's women out there that have been ghosted before, and it's like. Now, what kind of a man is that? And saying no is such, it's such a powerful thing. And it's like, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of times, you know, especially with with, uh, with me in my in my industry, you know, where we're, uh, we're in quite high demand now because not, not that many other individuals are entering into my industry. So we get a lot of people calling and I, it's the greatest feeling in the world to turn to someone and say, no, I had, I had, uh, no word of a lie. When we had the the blizzard a few weeks back, yeah, people would would flag us down at the side of the road, and and you know they would offer us money. I think we got offered up to from one guy up to two hundred dollars to clean his driveway. We said no, and it's funny. You just watch these people's jaws drop. It's like no, yeah, we, we don't want to do it. No, no, and it's it's for us anyways. We we leave that interaction feeling better about ourselves. But again, that guy's not going to be like. Oh, these guys are going to show up and then we never do, right? You know, straight up that you have to find someone else, you know, get him on his way. Honestly, that's the best thing that you can do is um, be honorable to a fellow. To anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody. It's, it's, it's very important. It's very, very important. But that I, gives I you integrity, right? That's integrity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so someone knows that, you know, whether, whether you'll work together or not, you know, that at least they know that you're going to, you're going to do what you say and say what you do versus, you know, being a bit of a weasel about it. Yeah. And that's, that's what I don't get. Like folks are being weasels. Now, the weirdest thing is when someone you've got a relationship with does that to you and someone, you know, like this individual that we both know, I kind of know, I, I kind of expect him to be that way. That, that's how he is. That's how he shows up. So, you know, but he's a good dude in every other respect. And, you know, I just, I realize that's him. It's not personal to me. That's him. Um, but then there's this other fellow that I was talking about before. I'm taking it kind of personally. 
because yeah, I know this man. He knows me. And it's a ridiculous thing for him to say. It's a ridiculous thing for him to think. And even if it were true, let's just say it were true that I intended to prospect him. We've known each other 21 years. You can't take a phone call from me and tell me no to my face. I'm not interested. Are you fucking serious? You, you know, fucking I, pussy. <laughs> even to make to make a few minutes of time, even after hours, if he didn't want to chew into his business business hours, to to at least make the call and and say, hey, what's up? And then you know, just say, look, man, I'm not I'm not looking to join into something. Just to be honest about it, right? Rather than yeah. you know acting yeah, in this and, manner, and, which and that that's cool. Is, Listen, this is feminized if, boyish behavior. It's feminized this is boyish behavior, man. This is this is what you expect from like your your. Uh, I expect shit like this from my like my my five year old daughter. Go make your bed, uh huh, and just stands around watching TV for the rest of the day. That's that's what this is equated to, right? Like, Listen, uh, when I was a teenage level. boy and I'd ask girls out, there'd be a lot of them who'd say, "Okay," and then I'd call them, never show answer, up. didn't come to the yeah. phone. Ginny's not in. I know Jenny's in. I saw her walk into the house. I have a cell phone. <laughs> Jenny's not in. Don't give me that crap. But, you know, that's something that women do. And, I mean, for a lot of women, it can make sense, right? Because if a guy's a bit of a, you know, an idiot and there's a, there's, there, there's a physical strength imbalance, I could totally understand that. But for a man to behave that way, that's messed up. Even for a woman, it's yeah. not the greatest thing to do. But for a man, it's completely messed up. Yeah. You know, so now, you know what? I, I would think your chances of you being ghosted by uh, a woman is probably slightly less than men. Cause I find like the maturity level and men, I, I don't know. Like they, they, they just, it's, they don't have that growing up. I don't know if plummeted, it's plummeted, bro. Cause we, we were talking earlier today about like the, the effects of, of children being raised without fathers. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a, a, a uh, a symptom of of that effect you know that that uh you know men are not there to teach boys how to be men and be able to stand up and you know tell someone else what's on their mind you know this is what i'm thinking this is what i feel you know you want to do this no all right it's cool just because there's just because someone says no doesn't doesn't mean it's no forever just say no no I think I think that that should be like the, the challenge of a month for sure. So it was go Nancy out Reagan's say say no. <laughs> that was Nancy Reagan's uh, uh, yeah. public was service no, plan no to, to say no to drugs, right? Just <laughs> just say no, no. But I I tell you something else. People today also want to do it by text. Be a man. Do it face to face or over the phone. Don't send a text and go, I don't want to talk to you. So I'm saying no to you over a text. Like that's wow. like these girls who break up with dudes over the phone. Now I hear that dudes phone. are breaking up with girls over the phone. And that is unmanly as shit. So uh, I, I listened to uh, a podcast. A friend of mine sends me this podcast with this radio program out of the US. And, and they they constantly do like these, these date follow-up type calls. And ghosting is a very uh, uh, frequently occurring instance like it's 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 not abnormal which is weird which is weird right and i can understand in the dating scene it might be slightly uncomfortable but uh it it, sh it shouldn't it shouldn't be at least at least between you know 
friends, acquaintances, okay, you know, if you're not no embarrassing situation and, you know, saying no is, is, uh, it, it's like, uh, facing rejection. The more, the more you go out and you do it, the easier it gets to be right. And you just, it, it saves so much time. You know, how many times does someone have to message you two, three, four times and you're still ghosting them, ignoring them. And then eventually they give up. Just say no right from the start, and it just makes everything so clear. Right it, it also causes an energy drain. Like in sales, I love no's. No's are such a great response. The no's, you know, build my character, and the yeses build my business, right? But these people, oh, I'll get back to you. Let me know. I don't know. I'm gonna say, don't fucking get back to me. Tell me now. Don't fucking get back to me. Tell me now. Yeah. I'd rather you say no now, so I don't have to bother following up with you. I don't like yeah. following up. Screw follow-up, yes or no. The most successful people in life say yes or no fast. Like back in the 1890s, Napoleon Hill met with the great Andrew Carnegie. Actually, it was, I think it was the 1910s. I'm sorry, it was in the 1890s. And he was a journalist and he was supposed to interview him for three hours. And then three hours turned into three days because Andrew Carnegie asked him to stick around. At the end of it, Andrew Carnegie said, listen, I have this philosophy of success. I want to bring it out to the world. Would you be willing to spend the next 10 years of your life, you know, uh, basically uh, researching and coming up with a definitive work book on my philosophy of success? I won't give you any money, but, you know, I will introduce you to all the most successful people in the United States at that time so that you can meet them. Would you be willing to do this? So Napoleon Hill said yes in 31 seconds. Years later, he found out Andrew Carnegie had a watch under his uh, table that he was looking at. He'd given him a minute to answer. And if he didn't answer within a minute, he was going to withdraw the offer. That's and, it. And like, I'm going to say to people, listen, here's the deal. You want to be successful, you need to decide quickly. And the decision you need to make is, does it make sense for you to go to the next step with us? Like I'm going to be, like I'm doing, I'm doing an event tomorrow. You, you don't need to decide on, 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 on signing your life away or spending millions of dollars here, but you need to decide, did you get enough out of today for it to warrant you to have the next step? There should be no thinking about it. You're either, yeah, Nikki, I'm interested. Let's, let's book a call or nope, no interest whatsoever. Don't lie. Don't ghost. Don't waste my time and my psychic energy by forcing me to follow up with you. And do yourself a favor. Tell all your prospects the same thing. Don't waste my time by forcing me to follow up with you. It's either a yes or it's a no. I'm good either way. I The yeses build my business, the noes build my character. Yes, no, yes, no. And that's the truth for anything. So a man who can't say no is a man who doesn't deserve success. Deserves to, to be what he is, which is a loser. Even if he's a winner and he makes millions of dollars, he's a, he's a psychic, energetic loser as a man. The feminized soy boy girly man. Remember Arlie, Arnold used to say, don't be a girly man. Don't be a girly man. <laughs> These guys are girly men. Girly men. Yeah. I don't know any successful man that doesn't doesn't know how to say no and, and properly do so. I'm, I'm, I'm quite confident a man like, like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, you ask them something, you're going to get a straight answer from them pretty quick. I don't think you're going to sit and roost on something for too long. No time for that shit. The truth of the matter is that the good men and, and, and women of our world are people who are able to be direct. 
people who are able to tell you the truth. Listen, you know what's going on in my world. We're not going to like get into it on this podcast, but you know what I'm dealing with, with a lot of situations in my business. And out of being straight with people, I have had some consequences that are not fun consequences. But if I had not been straight, if I had lied or if I had tried to finesse it in some way, which a lot of folks would do, I couldn't live with myself. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I'd have sold out the essence of who I am. It'd be a violation of what Justin Sterling calls a term. Yeah. Right. And I don't Actually, even know it all, that, that all come, to, it all comes out eventually, anyways. It does, but I don't even know how to verbalize what that term is. But there's it, it's something like being true to myself as a term, not letting people fucking shit all over who I am to remake me in, in their image. That's a fucking term. And if I had violated that term, that would have cost me more than a couple hundred grand. Not that a couple hundred grand is nothing, but I can make that shit back, right? But I'll never regain my self-respect. Never. That's that's nope. gone. I give it up once, it's gone. That's it. Yeah. And then your true your true value as a as a masculine man out there is diminished. Right? How could I go Speak tell men to come listen to sovereign man if I'm not a sovereign man? I would not be sovereign. I'd be given my my power up in order to have men. Uh, give me money. So basically, yeah. I wouldn't be self-sufficient. I wouldn't be emotionally self-sufficient. And this has been hard on me. You know, Arpa, I've shared with you. It's not been I an know, easy thing. I've been thinking about it over the last few weeks. Yeah, but, you know, the more I think about it, I go, could I have done anything different? And around the margins, I could have been, you know, a little more diplomatic in how I phrased a few things. I could have not raised my voice at a couple of men. All that's true. But, Fundamentally, the decisions I made, I don't think I could have done anything different. Well, I, I think all roads point to the same to the same uh, results, right? Yeah. Sure, you could have gotten to the destination differently, but yeah. eventually you get in the same spot. So yeah, it's yeah. better better this way. Everyone should, you know, they'll be happier this way. This way, move on, build onward and upward. Onward right? and upward. We can't, and we can't do that without saying a few no's here and there. That's for sure. Amen. So. For a man listening to this podcast, don't be a man who gives the dishonorable no. Don't ghost people. Now, I'm not saying don't ghost, you know, um, cold callers or telemarketers. You can ghost them all you want. That's that's appropriate, right? You don't need to. I tell telemarketers no all the time. I do, but like, if a telemarketer says call me back, I'm not calling them. I'm sorry, I'm no. just not doing it. Right? No, I'm, no, they'll call me. Oh, do you need your duck clean? Nope. No, nope. I, I give them. I give him three no's. After the third one, I'm like, look, man, I'm hanging up now. That's it. Done. I told no, him no three no, times. No. Yeah, I no, do that no. too. Oh. But if I don't pick no. up and I and there's a voicemail and I say, please call me back, or I get all these emails for people wanting to get on my podcast, right? Um, my business podcast. And they go, could you do me the favor of returning, replying to me? And I'm like, I don't know you reply. You send me an unsolicited email. I don't know you nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, good luck. I delete most of them. And then sometimes they send me three, four emails back. Why have you not gotten back in touch with me? Fuck you. Well, you? Like, in my mind, it's like, fuck you. Delete again. <laughs> you know, you are sending an unsolicited inquiry to someone who does not know you from Adam. If I knew you, I'd owe you a reply. I don't know you. You've intruded in my space. I owe myself getting you the fuck out of my space. Yeah. All right, so our like this has been this has been very valuable 
podcast episode, the men listening to this podcast episode, and frankly, women listening to this podcast episode have learned about the dishonorable no, have learned how destructive it is, and have learned that, you know, only men who are pussies and feminized and boyish use the dishonorable no. All other men honorably say no. And yeah. by all other men, I mean all men honorably say no. They do the hard work of saying no. They do the hard work of saying no. Saying no. Arpa, I got to say, man, like I'm just <laughs> tickled pink impressed with, tickled pink. with how good a job you're doing of coming up with a great topics for you and I to discuss in these particular episodes that we do together, number one, and B, the wonderful turns of phrase that you're coming up with. It's just really, really great. Really, really great. Uh, surprises myself sometimes. <laughs> no, man, that's good. Um, Arpa, you know, you're a great man. You're a smart man. It's fun doing these episodes with you. It's fun running the Sovereign Man Movement with you. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode that you and I do together, brother. Yes, sir. All right. I can't. I Catch can't you wait. on the flip side. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.